the Steamboat Mickey Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Lisa. I'm Al. And this is our inaugural episode. Episode number one. All right. Well, welcome everybody to the first ever episode of Steamboat Mickey, a new podcast that is designed for families that are planning their trips, have ever been on a trip to Disney World, or just want to hear Disney. Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Planning you've never been antidotes. and you've always wondered what it's like. Yeah. Or, so, or what? Maybe you hate it and so you just. So you want to listen? In a bad mood, you listen to. You know, they say a lot of people listen to Howard Stern because they hate him. That's so, do we want that angle? I think no, we want the angle want of like us. we're nice people. Yeah. Okay, let's go with I, that. Most one. people can love us. Okay. Some people can hate us. Yeah. Probably don't want to be loved by everyone. No. You're probably doing something wrong. That's right. We are off the rails. Episode number one. <laughs> okay, focus. All right, so just a little bit about us. We live in the upper Midwest. We live in Wisconsin. We live in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Um, Lisa, tell us a little bit about yourself because you have a lot of experience with Disney. Yeah, so I grew up in Florida, um, Clearwater. It's about an hour and a half outside of Disney. And uh, we go quite a bit. Sometimes I'd go over there with my friends, or when I was younger, we'd go with my family, and we'd usually just go for a day. When you live that close, you don't really need to stay on property. Did you have an annual pass? No, never had that. So you always had I didn't pay. go that often. I mean, it wasn't yeah. that expensive. Yeah, it was, you know what? I want to say it was about ago, $60 but... when oh, I was younger to get That's in. more than I would have expected. You think so? Yeah. So, yeah, so I would go over for a day. We'd spend the day there, and then at night, we'd make that terrible hour and a half drive back home. Yeah, the drive back's always the worst. Yeah, it wasn't fun. But, yeah, unlike Lisa, I went to Disney World once when I was a kid. I grew up in Wisconsin. Um, I went one time when I was 13. We didn't stay at a Disney resort. There weren't that many of them, actually. It was the year that Epcot opened. Um, And I was born the year that the Magic Kingdom opened. Yeah, you have the same birthday. Yep. So, well, not exactly. It's October 1st, 7th. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to give up my birthday. It's October yeah. 19th. <laughs> <laughs> Glad we kept that a secret. Yeah, it's a, it's a secret. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I only went once. Then I went a few times in college. Um, actually stayed at a DVC, but it was Old Key West. <laughs> um, one of my first real times going. Um, but then we started going back in 2008 as a family. Yeah. Um, we had two boys. We still do. Yeah, we still, we have, still them. have them. Yep. They were four and two, I believe, at the time. Were they? Yeah. Okay. Because that was April of 2008. Oh, that's right. And the reason we went down was because... My sister got married. Yeah. So we decided to make a whole vacation out of it. And we just knew we wanted to go to Disney. Yeah. So part of the reason we made this podcast... Or part of the reason that we had the idea to make this podcast was because of all of the mistakes we made when we were first planning our trips. There were a lot. Yeah. I mean, we basically didn't do anything right. No. We did what Disney dreams that people would do. (laughs) (laughs) We were the ideal customers. Yes. We were very good consumers back then. We paid full price for everything. Yes, we did. And we we bought bought stuff we didn't need. Yep. (laughs) So... You know, we knew we were going down to... Tampa. Tampa. Tarpon Springs. Yeah. Um, for the wedding. So, Lisa was the maid of honor mm-hmm. in that wedding. Had a great speech. We'll talk about that in one of the episodes because it was we? fantastic. Why? Because you wrote it. Oh, 
See, now you let a secret out. Um, but we went down there um, for four or five days. Yeah. And then we took the rest of the next week, all of the next week, and we stayed at, it did our first Disney our vacation. Our vacation, yep. Stayed um, on property. Eight nights. Yeah. Eight nights. And we did it at the Caribbean beach, so yeah. we went with a moderate, even though we didn't know what we were doing. And right. we had two tiny kids. Right. Um, so we didn't really need the space. No. Um, but we went with a moderate, and we went with the deluxe dining plan. Yes. Way too much food for us. I know there's people who center their vacations around Yeah, and I mean, I can make a case that that's the best way to go, especially if you want to do signature dining. Yeah. So, I mean, even if you don't eat a lot, you could do a breakfast in the morning, maybe a character breakfast or a buffet breakfast, and then you could do a signature dining in the afternoon or or in the early evening. Mm -hmm. Um, And that would be a great use of the deluxe. Right. And we used it a lot for character breakfasts. For the that, little ones. That we did because we were able to get into Hollywood and Vine whenever yeah. we wanted for some reason. Right. But, but and then you could do the appetizer too with your meal for each guest got their own appetizer. Do you remember that? And they don't do that now. I don't know if I remember that, but I remember being full for eight days. Yeah. Like uncomfortably full. Uncomfortably full. And the thing was, we totally misused the meal plan. Because we didn't make any reservations. We yeah. we thought, well, there's no way that they're not going to have availability yeah. for the restaurants. Why wouldn't they have too many tables? Right. And so we just figured we'd show up and say, hey, we're here. We want to eat. And they said, nope, you're not going to do that. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. They don't. They don't. You have <laughs> to have a reservation. Yeah. Um and one of the things that can be fun from time to time is not having a reservation because it will make you try something maybe that you haven't tried before. Right. But but I would recommend having as many right. reservations as you can. So we have a trip coming up in October and we obviously already planned all of our meals. We have all of our reservations. Why is it obvious? You tell me. Well, it's not obvious. We're, what, 150-something days out, and we've already got our reservations. So when can you make reservations? So at 180. Okay, so, so we've had our reservations for 20-something days. We woke up at 6 o'clock in the morning on the 180th day to make our reservations. Yeah, and that's a good point. I mean, that's the reason we're doing this mm-hmm. podcast is because it's not obvious to everybody. Right. So, so here's our first tip, our first lesson from our first podcast. 180 days out. 180 days. Wake up 5 a.m., 6 a.m. Eastern time, maybe. Yeah. Make your reservations. Because, you know, the the restaurants that do have available reservations when you walk up, they're not that great. That's why they have openings. So the the reservations that you're going to want to the places that are really popular, you have to make them in advance. Because look at um, Art Smith. Right. They didn't have anything the first day we wanted to go until, what, 9 o'clock at night? Yeah, they had one reservation available. So our first night, um, we're flying down. It's actually my birthday. Um, so we wanted to go someplace that was fun and loud for my birthday. Um, but we're not going to the parks that day. So we thought we'd go to Disney Springs, go to Art Smith's Homecoming. Yep, Homecoming. I'm going to say Homecoming. Fine. Um but we, there was only one reservation available. It was for nine ten, which I'm not 
necessarily opposed to. No. But for my birthday dinner, I wanted to do something a little bit earlier. Right. So we can get a couple um, um, chicken sandwiches in us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Since this is a fo- family podcast. Yeah, we'll say that. Um, That's our But, you know, board. I wanted to uh, get some chicken sandwiches and, and, and start the fun down at Disney Springs. Yeah, and we're thinking, oh my goodness, this is our first reservation that we've tried to make, the first day that we're going, and the only availability they have is 9 o'clock at night. So we kind of freaked out. Yeah, a little bit. And now we have five separate reservations to Artsmith's (laughs) Homecoming. (laughs) Which comes to our second lesson. Just keep checking and something's going to open up because now we have reservations for that same day at 7 o'clock. Yeah, seven seven thirty. We just checked every day to see if anything was different. And one day there was a seven o'clock available. So I think it. the and and this goes along with that. So the first day, we have reservations at three forty five and seven thirty at Art Smith's. We will cancel one of those so another yes. family can can use that reservation. But until we have all of our plans, fast passes mapped out. Yeah. Um. We, we're, we're still not sure what time we're going to be in Orlando. Right, we don't even have our tickets yeah. yet. So the earlier we get in, you know, maybe we'll go to the 345, probably we'll go to the 730. Mm-hmm. Um, but we like to keep both reservations until our, our plans are finalized. And we'll typically have everything finalized 90 days out. Well, fast passes are 60 days out. Everything except the fast passes? Yes. And we will have to make modifications. Right. So and this we would be because we would talk be, about it way too much. Yeah, this would be a really good podcast for someone to hear the timeline, right? Of how you're gonna exactly because there all this definitely stuff. is a timeline. Yeah, I mean, 180 days out is basically when you can start planning at all. I mean, you can purchase your resort whenever you want, but sure. you can't really start doing anything with your vacation until you can. Make reservations. At so 180 days. days is dining reservations. Mm-hmm. And then 60 days is fast pass. It's fast passes. And then at 30 days, you get your magic band. And when's the bill due? Is that 30 days? 45. Okay. That's the most important day yeah. to remember, <laughs> honestly. Right. You don't want to forget to make that payment. I mean, Disney's really great. If you miss the payment, they're not going to cancel right. your vacation and keep your deposit they're going to reach out to you and make their best efforts to make sure that that you fulfill your um magical wishes yeah oh i said invoice you said magical wishes they don't say that stuff at night yeah but i doubt that they they say we want to make your dreams come true sign this magic papyrus with our what's a papyrus papyrus that's paper back in like Ancient times. They talk about it on Spaceship Earth. Okay. They used to write on papyrus. Yeah, where they pound it out? Yeah, there yeah. you go. Okay. I didn't get the reference <laughs> at first. Okay, so... Anyhow. So that was our... That was... I think we're still talking about more or less... We digressed a little. Yeah, we talked about our first trip and we're talking about our next trip. But really, so that was back in 2008. Yeah. Um, our boys were four and two. They're, they're obviously 14 and 12 now. Um, so we're going to talk a lot about what we learned in between that first one and this upcoming one and try to give you as many tips, as many insider tips, as many anecdotes as as, as needed yeah. to be able to plan your trip and make really the most fun out of every minute that you're there. Right. 
And then, you know, one thing I want to mention is we're always being asked about why we took our boys at such a young age. Uh, because we're good people uh, and because we love them purely selfish reasons but if you don't take your kids to disney world when they're that young you're not doing them any favors so a lot of people think that a four-year-old a five-year-old a three-year-old a two-year-old i could could have said five or less um six and under we've got time yeah we got time we're just figuring this out. This is our first time. I mean, give me a break. <laughs> but, you know, if you have kids seven and under, say, they think there's not enough to do. They're easily distracted. They're not they going to remember it anyway. They're not going to remember it. We hear that all the yep. time. And they don't. They don't. They don't. But in that moment, if you have your three-year-old child in a stroller pushing them through fantasy land... That's a place, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I get the parts of the park it's fantasy twisted showcase. all the time. I say I, I'll mix them up all the time. But so you're pushing them through a stroller and you see the look on their face and you'll understand. Yeah. In that moment, you'll understand why you're doing what you're right. doing. And they may not remember it, but you do. You do. And it does build a bond. It There's does. no way that it doesn't. So It does. Um, and even the bad parts, you know, I mean, with Cameron, our youngest, we had to wait till he fell asleep to, to go, go sit down in a restaurant because he would scream his head off and he doesn't care who's around him. That's and true. I remember when we went to Cape May and he was throwing a fit and Chip and Dale came up to our table and they were trying to make him feel better and it just made it worse. And I just remember just it, being so, so frustrated. It's interesting that you see it that way because... It made it so much better because they were wiping Cameron's tears away and stuff. And it made me feel good. Right. And Cameron could have cared less. But he did eventually stop crying while they were there. Yeah. But my point being is I still wanted to go back again and again and again and again. Just because they're young and they're a little challenging at that age... Yeah, so we went back at the same time of year. So this is before Festival of the Arts. It was um, the Flower Flower and Garden. Garden. And we had no idea that it was a Flower (laughs) and Garden Festival. We just thought that that's how Epcot was. Yeah, we would see all the topiaries and think, that's nice. Well, yeah, Epcot is beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Then we brought my mom back a couple years later, and it wasn't there. Or she commented how beautiful the flowers were and that they weren't normally there. Maybe that's what right. it was. And yeah. we were like, no, that's just Epcot. <laughs> so our second year, we went back at the same time. But then, I want to say in 2009, that was the first time. Is that when we went twice? We went in, we went in the fall. No, that was, that was a different year altogether. So okay. we went in 2008. We went in 2009, 2010, twice in 2011, 2012, I think maybe twice in 13 and then we skipped a year yeah for 15. since 13 we've been going every two years so that was interesting yeah um so and we still go we go every 15 to 24 months yeah, i would it, say well we've never waited that long but it averages out to about a year because there are times where we've gone twice in a year twice Recently, we've done that because we've gone for our oldest son's birthday in February and then my birthday in October. Right. And we never um, go for minor Camerons because they're in the dead of summer. Right. 
<laughs> and I know a lot of people go to Disney in the summer. And, and maybe people listening to this are getting tips for their trip in the summer. So I don't want to talk too much about how I hate oppressive heat, but I hate oppressive heat. <laughs> yeah. That is the one thing I do not miss about Florida. But, and you know, we hate crowds. I just, I would rather pull our kids out of school and go at a time of the year where it's not going to be as busy than, I mean, I get it. Families go in the summer, they go on spring break, they go around Thanksgiving, Christmas because there's no school. Right. And it's the In best certain time. professions, it's easier to get off exactly. at that time and, and stuff like that. So, right. one of the things we always did from the very beginning is if we went, so this is when our kids were in elementary school mm-hmm. and now middle school. We don't have any kids in high school yet. So, this will change a little bit. But when they were in, especially when they were in elementary school, um, we didn't worry as much about them missing school because they're not going to not learn how to tie their shoes or count to 10, you know, just because they miss a few days because they're at Disney World. So what we would do is we would look up when spring breaks were. Yeah. When the colleges and high schools were having spring break, and then we would go a week or two after they were all finished. <laughs> yeah. Or what we would do is we would go in October, right, you know, a month after school started yeah. or a month and a half after school started. And our thinking was, and, and we were correct, is at those times you're going to get adults that are doing the adult Disney thing, mm-hmm. which is fantastic, and I highly recommend it for anybody. Or you're going to get families with young kids yeah. that aren't in school. So we were at a, you know, we had our kids at a really good age where there was a lot of strollers and a lot of drunk adults. But not a lot of teenage kids or kids right. that were of school age. So the parks were thinned. Right. This also was 10 years ago That's right. when there weren't as many people in the parks, quite frankly. Yes. And now the parks are always full. But I would still highly recommend if you have kids in elementary school, I would personally say, maybe people just vehemently disagree with me, but I would say pull your kids out of school Um at the weirdest times. Yeah. And their teachers did not care. No. They, they thought it was great it. that we were doing this. I mean, I would contact each of their teachers to make sure it was okay. And they encouraged it. They they thought it was great. Now, not so much. I mean, you got to really make sure that they're getting their work and doing everything they have to do while they're gone. But it still works out for us. Yeah. But, so we love to go to Disney every year for two weeks. That's the other part. We go for two full weeks, Mm -hmm. um, which is great for us because it gives us a few days outside of the parks where we don't have to feel that that rush. It gives us enough enough time to do everything. And something we've been doing recently that we really love is splitting up our vacation by going to different resorts. Yes. So I used to be highly opposed to that because in my mind, you lose a day moving. But having done it, you don't. You don't. And it you changes l- the experience. You lose maybe 60 minutes because right. you have to wait for someone to come to your resort to grab your bags for you. But then they take them. Disney takes care of that. They do. You don't have to check in. They're supposed to text you mm-hmm. when your room's ready. They, they never do. But You can check in online. Right. And then they're supposed to text you. Right. Which they don't. But right. they'll email you. But who's checking their email? At Disney. <laughs> yeah. So, but I used to, 
in my mind, I thought we're going to waste so much time by changing resorts, thinking of it as that first day that we check in. But you really don't do that. You schedule it. They come up. They take your bags. You go do whatever you want. You get an email when your room is ready at your new resort. And you can go back there whenever you want and your bags are ready. Mm -hmm. So I highly recommend it because it just gives a wider variety of the things you're going to see and the things you can do and and where you're at. Because there's very specific restaurants and things to do based off of where you're staying. Where you're staying, yeah. And, you know, I would just pack the first week's clothes in one suitcase and the next week's clothes in another suitcase. It didn't always work out because there was a little bit of crossing over there. But for the most part, you could keep them separate and then you're not having to unpack everything and then repack it up again when you're going to your next and resort. And you're also not responsible for doing laundry. Yeah. If you do it that way. Yeah, so that's is nice. I, I, that's what I hear when I hear you say we pack two weeks worth of clothes. It's like, yeah, because we don't have to do laundry then. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's a good, good point. Yeah. Good thing we fly southwest because then we don't have to. Oh, yeah. Take... We get all those free bags. Yeah. So anyway, we're, we're kind of getting off topic a little bit. But we just want to, you know, let you guys in on what we think and what we're up to and what we're doing and... Yeah, so this is going to be a good way to um, convey to people ways. What we're hoping for is to help people, Mm -hmm. Um, anyone listening. We also like to do this for ourselves because, honestly, this is what we we do anyway. We do this anyway. When we sit around the dinner table with the boys, we play Would You Rather um, Disney Edition. We play it all the time. Oh, my gosh. Um, We talk about our reservations. dinner table talk. Once we've secured all our reservations, we'll play a game where if we, it's not really, we don't consider it a game, but I'll say, well, what if we did Artsmith on Tuesday instead of Friday? Well, then we'd have to move this here and we'd have to move that there and we'd have to go to the water park a different day and we'd have to do this a different day. Um, so we just do this anyway. Yeah. So we're really hoping that we can help some people. We hope to build a a very very small community at first of people that love Disney as much as us. Um, Real quickly, just the run through, we fly Southwest. We go for two weeks. We get a meal plan for at least part of the time we're there. Yes. We always get the park hopper. Um, We... Recently, we've been staying at deluxe hotels, but we've stayed at value, moderate, and deluxe hotels. Um, we've eaten at almost every restaurant yep. at the parks. Um, we've eaten at a number of restaurants at Disney Springs, but there's so many new ones yep. um, that we haven't been able to completely keep up, although we'll we'll try to make up for that in October. Um, and we love going on thrill rides. Yes. And traditional attractions. So we feel like you're going to get the best of everything from us. Um, You're going to get some of the old school. You're going to get the new school. You're going to get um, an old man's opinion. A young woman's opinion. A young woman's opinion and two two teenage opinions. Um, On most of the episodes, we will have our boys on here. Um, They're not on this original episode. But if you happen to catch our pilot um, would you rather episode they were on there? That's a good um, name for it. <laughs> episode zero. Episode zero, we're calling it, but it was kind of our pilot. Um, they were on that one, and they'll be on. All, 
80% of, of, of all of our episodes, which I think will add a good element because there aren't a lot of podcasts that we listen to today, Disney podcasts that have kids on there. Right. And I think our kids would be interested in hearing the point of view of other other teenagers. Right. Um, so that's something we hope we hope we can add. And they have, if you listen to episode zero, they're pretty good at it. You know, I was really impressed with they're, their they're would you rather's. Better than me. Yeah. But. Yeah, they, yeah. Not, yeah. Not me, though. <laughs> yeah. No, no, not you. No, you're the best. I'm the best. Um, yeah, so that's really our first episode. Yeah. Um, maybe we rambled on. Um, this won't be the exact format of what we're going to do every time. We're going to do news. We're going to do um, planning. We're going to do tips would you rather's tips. Tricks. We're going to give you our best of every park, yeah. every resort. Um, so we're going to do our best to give you as much information as we can. We, really, we want to just share the knowledge that we've gained over the years, all the mistakes we've made. Um, we want to give you those tips so you don't have to make those same yeah. mistakes. So we do have um, a Facebook page. It is Steamboat Mickey Podcast. Yep. Um, we are on Twitter. You can find us, Steamboat Mickey Podcast. It's actually at STM Boat Mickey. Um and, and then Instagram. We have Instagram. What's our... What's Steamboat our, Mickey. Okay. Um, we have no stories up yet. But, Nothing. But those are coming. So a lot of this is under construction. We mentioned our pilot or episode zero. That was something that we did as a family just to see if this is something that we thought we wanted to do. And we yeah. loved it. So we're going to keep talking Disney. We may not have as many listeners as some of these other people. But we're just going to keep doing this because yeah. we love it. Exactly. So we hope you'll listen. We hope you'll subscribe. We hope you'll rate us. We hope you'll give us comments. You can find us, obviously, on Podbean, um, which hosts our site. Yeah. You We're can all... email us at steamboatmickeypodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Um, you can leave comments. Um, we're also on iTunes. We're on Apple Podcasts. Stitcher. We're on TuneIn, Stitcher, um, and, and more to come. So we're really looking forward um, to, to giving you as much information as we can. But really, we're doing this for ourselves, and we're doing this to have fun. So I, you you think that most of the episodes will be more fun than this? I'm, I think they probably will. Definitely they will. Okay. This is our first one. It's got to get better. It, <laughs> I'm not saying it must get better. I'm saying that it most deaf will. To quote a great movie from the <laughs> 90s, what if this is as good as it gets? We're all out of order. We're out. The same actor, different movie. That's right. Good job. Okay. Well, we're going to sign off now. Um, we probably won't even play any music on the outro. Um, yeah. We're just Because this goodbye. is our first episode. But thank you very much for listening. We hope that you'll listen to our next episode, which will be another Would You Rather. That's right. And then we'll start um, going park by park. We'll intersperse some Would You Rathers in there because we're going to have about a five-part series. Because we love them. We love them. We, we have uh, 85 questions or so right. to go through, plus any that you submit through any of those platforms we already talked about. So thank you again for listening, um, and we will talk to you very soon. Have a magical day.